Countdown. Ten seconds to firing. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, everybody. It's Devin Wilkins, and uh, Simon is coming. Uh, but right now, Charlie is my operator. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Insight Peterborough, which is a, a program where we have we talk about issues of interest to people with disabilities and their allies. Leading up to that, though, and that it was kind of appropriate to choose that uh, particular um, countdown because uh, our um, astronaut David Saint Jacques is coming to Earth today. And I thought it might be kind of appropriate to play something by No Pussy Footing. And um, one of uh, the members of that band is Trent Radio's own Rob Hailman. And uh, so they have a, a song called Space Monkey Blues. Now, this is absolutely no disrespect <laughs> to, uh, to David Saint-Jacques. Uh, in fact, I, was, wish I, I wish I was there with him. But anyway, um, let's start off with that, and then we'll begin uh, a chat with our first guest.
And that was also by No Pussy Footing, and it was called... Fashion Hole. Right, and as you can hear, Simon has uh, joined us. So, hi, Simon. Hello, Devin. All right, uh, not everybody who is losing their vision likes to carry a cane. In fact, there are lots of people who don't, and uh, but they, at the same time, would like... Uh, people to know that uh, if they fumble or blunder or whatever you want to call it, it's because of failing vision. Uh, so uh, we have a lady in Port Elgin named Libby Thaw who has come up with an alternate way or alternative way for people to identify themselves with the Checkered Eye Project. Hi, Libby, and welcome to the program. Hi, Devin. First of all, do you have uh, a vision impairment yourself? Yes. I, uh, I've i been legally blind since I was about 18. started losing my sight at 12 uh, from a condition called Stargardt's disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I was legally blind by 18, and I'm in my 50s now, so I've had all kinds of time to figure out how to operate this way. Yeah, right. And so when and how did you come up with the uh, checkered eye? Yes, well, I was chatting with uh, a few other people who are much like myself, who have low vision, but um, only use a white cane sometimes or just use it as an ID. And we got swapping stories of all kinds of situations where there was some kind of problem, but it wasn't the fact that we couldn't see. It was the fact that the person who we were talking to didn't realize we couldn't see. Uh, um, and uh, actually, one of the people in the conversation was a, a volunteer uh, for CNIB. And she said, you know, people have been asking for some sort of a badge or something. And um, I, as well as the other ladies, thought, oh, that would be a great idea. I would love that. Because we also had stories of times where we were using a white cane, but not uh, the typical way where you're actually feeling the ground with it. And people thought we were faking it or something. So um, we all thought a, a wearable symbol would be great. So I actually designed one. Um, and sent it off with a letter uh, saying, you know, I'm not the only one for whom uh, a wearable symbol would be a good option and that the ID gain isn't always the best option. Um, but um, CNIB said, no, we're just sticking with the white cane, so no, we're not going to take up that uh, project. So I thought it was uh, well worth doing, so I started it back in the fall of 2000. Okay. And uh, so it is a, a badge or a pin? Yes, and actually we have other formats now. You can get it as a couple of different size uh, pins. You can also get it as a sew-on patch. We also now have pendants, so you can wear it on a, on a chain. And you, you can also get it as a, a clothing-safe sticker. So I always keep one of those in my purse in case I forgot mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to put one on. <laughs> and then I think, well, I, will, I wish I had one on right now so I can just grab the one out of my purse. So those are great. There's lots of different formats now. Terrific. And uh, in spite of the fact that CNIB has chosen not to adopt it, um, how popular has it become? 
Well, you know what? It just grows all the time. Now, the awareness is still not in the place where I would like it to be so that just, you know, everybody knows what it means and people in service industries know to have a glance and see if someone's wearing it. But people from uh, all over the world actually have been uh, getting checkered eyes, people with low vision, in six countries now. And the the one that uh, was most recent was just over a year ago. The Low Vision Association of Thailand got a hold of me, and um, they now have their own awareness effort, and they make their own checkered eyes with Thai language on it, which looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, there are people all over the world who are using the checkered eye uh, uh, 18 years after I started it. (laughs) Wow, that's terrific. It sounds like an epic... uh like secret society of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's not secret. <laughs> no. The, the checkered eye. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. Uh, um, so how and uh, where can uh, people get these? Well, most people order them online now from, from the Checkered Eye website, which is checkereye.com. Um, uh, I finally uh, figured out how to get uh, a payment system on there, so we have PayPal now on the Checkered Eye website. Now, and there are, uh, I think, just over a dozen or so actual locations where you can walk in and uh, purchase one. Now, those are all listed on the Checkered Eye website. Um, uh, so, yeah, there there are three, of course, in Port Elgin, where I live. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but there are uh, there are places in, uh, like, across Canada. Not a lot of them, though. So, like I said, most people do order them online. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe, if I think back, I do believe that I used to hear some public service announcements on television. Yes. <coughs> yes, we actually made one in 2006 and that got on the air for the year and at that time um it was it was kind of a funny story because i i had this very low budget thing made and uh did all the paperwork and it got on the air and it turned out that somebody mistakenly approved it because the checkered eye project is not a registered charity Mm -hmm. and you have to be a registered charity to to qualify for public service announcement time so somebody so it got on the air for um you know yeah. without me actually being a resident <laughs> chairman. So I thought, okay, I better uh, see how to go about this. And I actually partnered with uh, the Port Elgin Rotary Club. So they submitted it, um, and actually we made a new one. Uh, so that has been on the air across Canada since 2007. Super. Yeah, so it, it only gets airtime when they have free time to fill. Yeah. So because uh, uh, we can't afford to pay for airtime, uh, but yes, it has been airing for twelve years now. The same one. Wow. <laughs> I, I would love to uh, get enough money together to make a better one. Mm-hmm. You know, couldn't hurt to make a newer one. Um, and you know, technology has changed a lot. I'm sure I could make a better one now. Mm-hmm. So, but that that one still it's it's serving its purpose. Mm-hmm. Whenever somebody sees it, or I often do get uh, people saying, "I saw it on TV." Oh, and good. That's how I found you. So mm-hmm. that's terrific. And um, have you since become a charitable organization? 
No, no, we still. I, we, somebody gave me the term. We're not, we're just uh, what you call a social enterprise. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, because because we're not registered as a, a not for profit or a charity, it just has a very simple business license. So, if we make money, we can pay. We pay the tax on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it still doesn't actually cover its own expenses, right. but uh, we can manage fine. And I always also like to let people know that if they want to get a checkered eye and they really can't afford it, I, I hope they will just let me know and I will make sure that they can get it. Because uh, the whole point is not making money, it's to get the symbol uh, to the people who would like to use it and to get the public awareness in place. Mm-hmm. So, so we're, we're managing still. Oh, well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and how... Uh, do you find uh, there are other um, organizations other than CNIB, um, for example, the Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians and um, the uh, Canadian Council of the Blind. Do you have some um, people in those organizations that have the checkered eye? Um, well, I Actually, uh, when people order them, they don't necessarily tell me whether they're mm-hmm. uh, affiliated with these groups. Um, but the Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians, um, actually, they voted back in 2003 to support the awareness effort. So, um, And at that time, right around that time, they published a couple of articles, which I wrote. Um, and, you know, maybe it's time to touch base again and, and to see what what we can do together because there are more and more people uh, using the checkered eye, and uh, if they could help with the awareness effort, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Well, you're speaking to the editor of the new new newsletter <laughs> for cool. the uh, AEBC. <laughs> right on. Yeah, we call it the Equalizer. Perfect. So we might uh, just have to do that in the future. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We need to uh, collaborate again. Mm-hmm. So the uh, website address is? Checkeredeye.com. Okay. Nice and simple. And what will you see on the, the website? Um, on the website, uh, well, there's a basic description of, of uh, you know, what the point of the Checkered Eye is. There are, uh, there's a whole page called Downloads and Printables, Ooh. or it might be Printables and Downloads, where you can actually print things to help with the awareness effort. You can print our pamphlets from there. You can print letters to Chambers of Commerce. It's one, we have a letter to Chambers of Commerce because, you know, businesses, it would be terrific if all businesses understood the checkered eye, if, you know, if they deal with the general public at all. Uh, it would be great that they recognized uh, the symbol and its meaning. We also have a letter there that uh, is written for to to bring to uh, doctors, eye doctors, mm-hmm. because they're of course a, a great source of information for people with any type of visual loss. Um, on the website, there's also a page of videos, so you can see our original uh, public service announcement and the current one that's on the air. Also, a couple of videos that were done by high school students oh. um, as a project in a, um, I believe it must have been a media class. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's there's the video there for a song that I wrote and recorded in, I think it was 2017. All right. And that was really exciting because um, I, I managed to enlist the help of 
the guitar player and harmonica player and also founder of the Downchild Blues Band. Oh, cool. Yes, Donnie Walsh. And mm-hmm. uh, the Downchild Blues Band just ha- happens to be doing their 50th anniversary tour this year. I heard that. But yeah. uh, Donnie put guitar and harmonica tracks on the song. Oh, cool. And I also enlisted the drummer from the Crash Test Dummies. Oh. Whoa. Mitch Dorge. So he was... Really terrific as well. Put a great drum track on and gave Neat. gave me some feedback while we were doing the mixing. Mm-hmm. Um, so and you know it, it's 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 a song that talks about scenarios that the checkered eye would address, um, and not but not just that. It talks about you know living with vision impairment. And uh, I'm often told, well, over the years I have often been told, well, you look fine to me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like yeah. the song. It's called Doing Fine. I know I look fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so that's a lot of fun. And you can you can get that on uh, on the website. Actually, somebody asked me if they could download it just to have in their playlist. And, yes, it's, it's free. It's available if people want to have it in their uh, music uh, to, to hear anytime they want. Wonderful. Yeah. And we are going to play that in a minute or two here. I was uh, going to ask you what uh, the prices are for things like uh, badges and uh, pendants and things. Of course, yeah. Um, The the pins, the two different size of pins are $4 or $4.50. The sew-on patch is $6. The pendant is $10. And uh, if you wanted to get the stickers, we send you a batch of 10 of them for $4. And they're, they're a two-inch sticker. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we're not, like I said, we're not trying to make a whole load of money just to cover the expenses of, uh, you know, having them produced. And, of course, the awareness effort is the most expensive part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else, uh, speaking of awareness, that you wanted to uh, mention before we go to that song? Um, Well, for people who, like over the years, every once in a while, somebody who was a fully sighted person but just wanted to help with the awareness effort, they'd say, oh, I'll buy a pin. And, you know, it's it's like buying a white cane to support uh, services for blind people. No, the, the checkered eye symbol, like the white cane, is just for people with uh, vision loss. So... Mm-hmm. We had a few T-shirts designed. So oh. if somebody wants to uh, support the effort and uh, buy something, we have really groovy T-shirts. One we call the Smashed Checkers. So it looks like a checkerboard and the center is just exploding out of it. <laughs> and we also have one that says Blindness is a Spectrum, which has a really cool graphic on it. The T-shirts are all black and the uh, the graphics are white, so oh. they're, they're nice and uh, eye-catching. Yeah, the, the Blindness is a Spectrum t-shirt's pretty cool. It starts off with a solid solid white, and then it is a Spectrum all the way to black. So it's really yeah. neat, really neat. Yeah, thanks very much. I have to tell you, I, uh, I, I have a graphics company who's been doing, actually it's the same guy I've had for all 18 years, I think, Phil, shout out to Phil. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to have that depiction. So I, I doodled something that, you know, with, that would look like what I wanted him to do. So then he sent it back to me with all perfect straight lines and, and the, the um, dots blending to uh, full blackout from one end to the other. And 
when I brought it to a meeting with my uh, a friend of mine who's a marketing expert, she said, you know what? I like your doodle better. Uh, so oh, really? The, do- <laughs> the, the image is actually what I had doodled to show the graphics guy, and uh, he also was able to use my my own handwriting, so the text underneath it is my handwriting, too. Oh, wow. Cool. That is great. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll... Uh, finish it there i think libby but thanks so much for coming on with us and uh we wish you all the best with the uh, awareness and uh, i know that uh, you and i will be talking again definitely and uh people should uh, check out the checkereye.com and uh we'll finish by playing your song fantastic thanks very much devin thanks libby take care take care bye-bye
Wow, that was impressive. It was. She has a pretty good voice, doesn't she? I think so. Way to go. Yeah, Way to I, go, Libby. Yeah, and I, I love the uh, uh, the background that um, uh, the uh, musicians uh, put together for it as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just learned something. Yeah, yeah, and not nearly enough people know about the checkered eye so that they can make a choice as to whether they're wanting to carry an ID cane or a regular white cane or just use a, a, a pin or a mm-hmm. pendant or whatever. Yeah, this, this has come up so many times with uh, with customer service or conversations about customer service. I mean, yeah. how, do you, uh, how do you walk into a business and then say, hey, here's the list of things that I need? I mean, just being able to, to recognize something and, oh, this person needs this kind of service. That's a, that's a really good uh, way to do it. Yeah. Self-identifying. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And not a whole lot has to be said or anything like no, that. If no. you're uncomfortable, you just... It's uh, like an FYI. Yeah, exactly. Just, just so you know. Yeah. And June is, just so you know, is Audible Book Month. And I had hoped uh, that we could have somebody from the library with us, but seeing that we can uh, I thought we might take a few minutes to talk about the various ways that you can get books on um, an audible format. I know that uh, the library has books on CD that you can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm not sure whether they have uh, books in DAISY format. What, uh, what's DAISY format? Uh, well, it uh, allows you to put a whole bunch of material on um, a, a one CD. You can get hours and hours of, of material on a CD, um, as opposed to um, having to uh, divide it into several CDs or uh, cassettes or whatever. Hmm, okay. And then there are um, the libraries have uh, devices. They only have one book on them, but they're called Playaways. And it's like a little uh, player uh, that um, has a set of headphones. And uh, you can go into the library and see if the book that you're looking for is on a playaway. Mm. And you can uh, loan it out. Um, and then um, you can go to SELA, uh, the Center for Equitable Library Access? Yes. Yes, um, and uh, you can download books from there. So if you're looking for a way to find uh, something to read, if it's uh, a rainy day uh, and uh, you want to curl up with a book inside, or if you want to go out on uh, one of those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer that Nat King Cole referred to, then you can uh, take a book outside I know when uh, when I went down to the Dominican Republic a couple of years ago, I downloaded eight books onto my uh, uh, Victor Stream, which is a, a device that will allow you to uh, read, uh, download books onto it, and you can read that way, or you can uh, put music on it, or whatever. Like a little MP3 player? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I use it to do a lot of the uh, pre-recorded interviews that I that I do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So um, 
yeah, you can uh, do that and carry a book with you wherever you go. And it wouldn't have to be bulky or anything like a book in Braille would. <laughs> have you ever had a book on your phone before? No, I haven't, but I know a lot of people who do. Yeah, yeah. A lot of blind people who do. I mean, there's so many, uh, I guess for folks that are visually impaired, it's, it's pretty obvious the benefit of an audible book. But uh, honestly, the last couple of books that I have quote-unquote read... Uh, I had read to me as well. I mean, oh. it's it makes it a whole lot easier to to get through content yeah. to have somebody reading it to you. Yes, and you can either do something else while you're listening, or, um, or just uh, lie back and relax. Yeah, I think you can do the same thing with um, smart speakers, if I'm not mistaken. As in the the Google Home. Um, Mini or or the uh, Alexa. Okay, Google, read me an entire book. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how many how many I just set off. I wonder. I'll try again. <laughs> okay, Google, play. I don't know. Oh, uh, damn, I ruined it. A song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of a song, um, we have uh, one here. We were talking about eyes before, um, so we have. Uh, one a song by Jeff Healy called Angel Eyes. Girl, you're looking fine tonight, and every guy has got you in his side. What you're doing with a clown like me Is surely one life's little mystery Turn 
All right, that was uh, Jeff Healy with Angel Eyes. And I do apologize for my coughing. Oh, uh, you've been coughing for a couple of weeks. Oh, I know. It, I, it, I must be kennel cough or something. doesn't want to go away. Mm. <laughs> but um, And, of course, it uh, wants to attack me at the worst possible moments. Of course. <laughs> um, I did want to say, that, and I may... Uh, remind you again closer to the end but we uh, are going to be here next week Canada Day and then we'll have ourselves a celebration um, maybe not fireworks not quite so early in the day but <laughs> um, we'll celebrate we, somehow yeah yeah we'll have um, music and um, I already have one interview pre-recorded about the uh, how the Accessible Canada Act came to be. Mm. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll find uh, things to uh, keep you entertained during the um, hour that we are with you on Canada Day. Mm-hmm. And goodness knows what might happen down at the uh, Canada Day Parade. Um, I'm going to be uh, down there with the East Peterborough Lions, so how about you? Are you going there? It's kind of up in the air at the moment, but mm-hmm. there might I might be with the uh, Kawartha Comets up front carrying oh. some flags. Yeah. But it's possible. It's possible. Right. Yeah. yeah but there's, there's so many organizations that are in the parade that I might be, I could walk with, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's true. Anyway. It's going to be fun. Yes. Uh-huh. It's going to be hot, too, maybe. Oh, maybe. maybe. Hopefully not raining. Mm. <laughs> and I splash down the street. I know. Yes. So I had fun last Friday. I went to a Tupperware party. I haven't been to one of those in years. I didn't realize they still did those. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, there was a lady here in Peterborough. And, you know, we like to uh, give uh, new businesses that run by people with disabilities a plug whenever we can. And uh, she is a, a... Tupperware consultant, and uh, so I pre-recorded an interview with her, and we can play that. Here it is. So I've just been to a Tupperware party and had uh, lots of fun. Uh, The cake that was made with the uh, uh, stack cooker was absolutely delicious, and we may get talking about things like that, but... I want to introduce to you Crystal Galachuk, who is a visually impaired um, Tupperware consultant here in Peterborough. That's what you call yourself, a Tupperware consultant. Yes, we do. Yes, we yeah. do. Okay. So, um, have you lived in Peterborough all your life? Um, no, I was born in Germany, actually. Oh, wow. Then I we moved different places but I grew up in Ajax Ontario ah and then I met my husband in um, Brantford the school for the blind and so we've been living here for about oh gosh well our children were born here and my oldest is um, no my yeah, they came. So probably when they were six years old, we moved here. Okay. So I'm long. They're 45 and 43. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and Mark was originally uh, from Peterborough. Has, yes, he was he? born and raised here. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, how did you uh, get involved in 
Tupperware. Have you had other businesses before this? or? Uh... Um, yes, my husband and I uh, actually ran a resort. Wow. And I was the front desk lady, and he did all the maintenance and everything. Mm -hmm. But I also ran um, rental equipment there. Uh-huh. So boats and paddle boats and all that kind of water stuff. Wow. And I got into Tupperware. I really like Tupperware. And I'm not just saying that because I'm plugging it, but <laughs> I really like it. And for visually impaired people, I think it's awesome stuff. Mm -hmm. But Tammy, the lady that helped, was here today demonstrating, helping me demonstrate. Yeah. She's been my Tupperware lady for a long, long time. And so she kept saying, Crystal, honestly, you should sell this stuff because I would plug it to everybody. Yeah. Really, you should be selling this stuff. <laughs> and I'm thinking, am I, do I really want to do this? But yeah, so that's how I got started. Oh, that is super. Yeah. And do you think that with uh, today's technology, it will be easier to, you know, um, submit uh, orders that, uh, that people might have to to give you and to um, book uh, parties and that sort of thing? I think so. Um, I plan on doing a lot of online sales because then I can take the orders, whatever. But I think that I'm going to tape the orders when I go to parties, do parties. So we'll fill out the forms, but then I'll ask them to read that information on, on my tape recorder. Mm -hmm. And then I think that'll work. That's great. Yeah, so there's always a, a way around a, a problem, right? Absolutely. If you put your mind to it, you can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's terrific. And uh, has uh, Tupperware come out with a, a lot of new pieces lately? Absolutely. There are so many products now. Well, as you saw, the stack cooker is yes. awesome. The fridge mates. Mm -hmm. Oh, you'll save so much money on, on putting your vegetables and your fruit and stuff in those. Yes. Um... And the chopper, that's my favorite, those two pieces of chopper, because you can oh, chop yeah. everything in there, and it's much quicker than doing it by hand. Ah, yes. Yeah, cutting vegetables up is a really tedious job, isn't it? Absolutely, and that just, well, you saw it, it just took seconds yes. when we were done. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So you must have quite a bit of uh, Tupperware around the uh, place here. Yes, I do. Yeah. I have tons of it, but... Every time I go to a Tupperware party, I see something new. Like just recently, I saw the pressure cooker. Oh. That you can um, put in your microwave and pressure cook it. And there's, um, what else did I say? Oh, the grill, too, that you can. Oh. So, and those two pieces I'm really looking for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested in buying for myself. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you think that, that they're safe for uh, blind or visually impaired people to use? Absolutely. I oh, think good. they're very safe to use. Uh, probably more so than the traditional kind. Yeah. So if, uh, if there's anybody uh, out there who is uh, interested in becoming a Tupperware uh, consultant, how would they go about doing that? They can go online or uh, go to mytupperware.com. You can look there or you can... Um, come to my uh, my page. Um, 
social media. Okay, Facebook page. Facebook page. Yeah. And it's called, I call it um, Tupperware by Crystal. Ah, okay. And you can see all the neat stuff on there. You can personal message me on there, and um, I will be more than happy to give you instruction as to what to do. Now, you were telling me a while ago today about somebody that you had been corresponding with and you found out by accident that, well, you knew she was visually impaired, but you found out by accident that she was a Tupperware consultant. Can you tell us that story? Well, we were, um, the seeing eye, that's where my guide dog is from, is they're having their 90th birthday. Yeah. So last year we started, they asked for volunteers to test the recipes, and the recipes come from the kitchen that we have when we're at the school. Okay. So the idea was to cut the recipes down for six people instead of like 80 people. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, we were testing them, and then we we talk about the recipes after. You know, did you think this worked? Did you know? How did you? Did you? Was there enough time? Blah blah blah. Yeah. And um, Christina had put a, a, a message on there, and when I got it, I saw on the bottom of her um, email, and it said Tupperware by Christina. It's like whoa. So I contacted her, sent her a private email, and said, "Are you totally blind?" And she said, "Yes, I am." And I said. And like, how long have you been a Tupperware consultant? And she had been a she is a Tupperware consultant for 18 years. Wow! So she very generously is helping me figure out the um, the website. It I will tell you, it's not 100% blind person friendly. But every time I call help on the Tupperware, I tell them what's wrong, and they write it down. Ah, so. Good. So hopefully they're listening. They're listening. Yeah. Well, and Tammy, the lady that was here, is also a director, and she knows the big head guy there. Oh, <laughs> so that's she's handy. plugging it too. You know. Like, that's very handy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and this person, uh, Christina, is in the states, is she? Yes, yeah, she's in the states. So if I have customers, <laughs> I have friends that live in the states, so I am referring her to my my friends to her. Mm -hmm. and vice versa. So we're helping Good. each other, which is great. Oh, yeah. That's terrific. And did she give you some tips about uh, how to get, because, I mean, you have to take um, products to demonstrate, right? Yes, we do. Yeah. So um, did she give you any tips on how to get around uh, changes that, that, like, you can't put it in the back of your car in your trunk and carry it that way. No, so I, when I ordered my kit, it came with a, a carry bag, ah. so you could put it over your shoulder, plus I'll be bringing my backpack, so. Oh, yeah. I will be limited, but we'll still talk about it. Yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so uh, combined with any other products that people might have. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, like I have the... Uh, well, I have been calling it an egg poacher, and I only found out today that you can also make uh, omelets and brownies. Yes, all kinds of things you can make in there. Holy mackerel. You'll I, have to go online and to YouTube, or you can just go right online and write in the egg, um, the egg maker for 
Tupperware, and yeah. he'll come up with tons of recipes. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm getting the, uh, I've ordered the stack cooker today, so uh, lots more recipes from that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's neat. It is. And uh, I think you have a can opener that will be good for uh, the arthritis in my hands. And it doesn't leave any sharp edges because cans, I just found out, are sealed with glue. And oh. so it removes the glue without leaving that sharp edge. Oh, cool. So um, that is an awesome thing. I'm getting one myself because I have the same problem as you. It's a hard on your hands to yes. turn on a regular one. Oh, is it ever? And squeezing the two things together. Yeah, and you uh, don't have to do that. <laughs> no, that is cool. My hands will be thanking Tupperware. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> so so now if, if people wanted to uh, get in touch with you, either to uh, find out how to become a Tupperware consultant or maybe even to book a party with you, uh, what's the, the best way to do it? They can call me at 705-875-8855 or they can email me at outofsight53 at gmail.com. Okay. And out of sight is all one word in lowercase. Okay. And if they were looking for you on Facebook, maybe I should get you to uh, spell your first name. My first name is C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L. Yes, I thought that was an interesting spelling. Mm. Yeah, and I, so I think of Christ and then E-L afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, I think you can just type Crystal Galichuk and it'll come up with, with my, um, my page there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds Facebook good. page. Yes. Is there anything else that I should have been asking you about? I don't know. You're really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we can do anything we put our minds to anyways. Yeah. And the thing that is about Tupperware, why I picked this job is um, because I like to travel, I like to have my grandchildren, and I'm not tied to it. I can do as much or as little as I want. Yeah. So that's good, mm -hmm. and I can take it with me in Mexico too. Oh, just still sell in Canada. Oh, cool! That <laughs> is great. Yeah, thank goodness for things like email and texting and stuff like that. Eh? Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, I hope that um, this we're doing this on uh, June twenty first, um, and. Uh, uh, it happens to be your birthday, so yes. <laughs> I hope that it was a good afternoon. It was an awesome afternoon. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> well, uh, have a good rest of the year, and uh, I know we'll be talking again. And thanks so much for coming on the uh, the show with us to share your, your newfound uh, uh, business. Thank you so much, Devin. All right. Yeah, that that was a neat afternoon, and I had a really good time. And uh, 
uh, I ordered a few things, so. <laughs> so do you, you use Tupperware on the regular? Uh, yeah, fairly, yeah. And do you have multiple Tupperware containers in the fridge at all times? Oh, uh, yeah, usually, yeah, with leftovers in and things like that, you know. I don't know about the folks out there, but I have a cupboard full of old Tupperware, or, or not Tupperware brand, but that kind of thing, containers, and uh, I use them all the time. Oh, yeah, they're, they're very handy. That being said, though, sometimes when I look in the fridge and I look in the Tupperware, it's hard to tell what it is. How do you <laughs> keep track of all that? Like, if you've got multiple Tupperware, Tupperware or containers in the fridge and, you know. Well, not having a sense of smell, I sometimes either have to uh, touch it or taste it. You've got to open it up and stuff your hand in it I to, do. to find out. Yeah. 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 That's one of those things I don't think people... Who, who don't know somebody with a visual impairment even consider. Yeah. And like when you're, when you're filling up your cup, and how, when you're filling up the Tupperware, how do you know it's full? Well, you could either use a, a device called a liquid level indicator, but what I do most often is just put the uh, end of my finger over the edge of the cup, and uh, when the liquid hits my finger, hot or cold, I know that I better stop pouring. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Interesting. And then do you ever put Braille on your uh, on your Tupperware containers or anything like that? Like if you've got in the dry storage, I put flour in this one and I put this one in that one. Or do you remember because of where it's located? Mostly where it's located. Um, Braille doesn't stand up very well in the freezer, for example. Hmm. At least I've found that it doesn't. And um, you'd have to put it on a piece of labeling tape and then stick it to the container. Okay. And the condensation sometimes doesn't uh, work uh, very well with uh, adhesive huh. material, you know. So. Okay. Well, that's super interesting. Mm -hmm. Great interview, Devin. And thank you. And uh, as well as covering, you know, we cover a lot of health um conversations and discussions mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. But I do want to remind uh, our listeners that uh, if you have a hobby like ham radio that we discussed last week uh, or, uh, you know, a budding business that you can uh, use a little bit of advertising uh, for, by all means, get in touch with us. Mm -hmm. And you can do that at InsightPeterborough at gmail.com. Excellent. And we're going to need to get our song playing here, right. and we're going to get out of here. Once again, uh, in honor of uh, the astronaut David Saint-Jacques, who is coming down today, here's Chris Hadfield, a former astronaut with Rocket Man. There. As a kite by then I miss the earth so much I miss my wife It's lonely out in space On such a timeless flight
Chris Hadfield. I think it's 